Attention all units, make a podcast, the SAFD Heat Podcast. Start now. From beautiful downtown San Antonio, deep in the belly of the beast at Public Safety Headquarters, this is SAFD Heat. Here is your host, disgraced former radio personality, posing as your public relations manager, Woody. So that's a little harsh, right? What, that you're disgraced? The, the intro. No, that I'm posing as the public relations manager. I'm definitely disgraced. Oh, well, you Disgraced know, radio a, personality for sure. Well, if the shoe fits, you know, posing, whatever. Yeah. This is Woody, and we are here live from Public Safety Headquarters with episode one of San Antonio Fire Department Heat, better known as SAFD Heat. In the studio with me, my partner, PIO Joe Arrington, and also our very first guest, Lieutenant Rich Anderson, 19-year veteran of the San Antonio Fire Department. And I see here you've had eight years technical rescue teams at Rescue 11 and Rescue 51, three years as a paramedic. At Medic 9 and currently downtown at Engine 4 on the C-Shift. Welcome, Rich, our very first guest. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. Everybody was more surprised than I to get that phone call. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't believe that we got you to do it so easily, to be honest with you, because we ask people to do stuff all the time on camera or interviews, and people just say no or they don't return our emails. So. I have a hard time saying no to things. Yeah. It gets me in trouble sometimes. Well, and a very limited rider he had too. You know, we didn't have to have any like green gummy bears or anything. It was just. No, he yeah. didn't ask for anything special. Yeah, no, nice. no brown M&Ms. No, no <laughs> Skittles remove all the yellow or anything yeah, like absolutely. that. So we're good. I'm happy to do it. It's pretty cool. Obviously you, you have been all over. You started in fire like the rest of us. You went to rescue. You had a good long, long yeah. haul at rescue. You got sucked into EMS. Now you're back downtown on an engine company. Um, of all of those experiences, what would you say best prepared you for being an officer at a downtown fire crew? Being a dad. Oh, there you go. Honestly. Yeah. No, uh, it was a big switch moving to the front seat. But uh, I think uh, those years I spent, you know, ladder companies, slow ladder companies, busy ladder companies, everything they throw at you at rescue. Um, everybody thinks they know what they're getting into when they when they go down there, but that's never the case. So you learn all these new skill sets. You learn how to interact with all these different people. You get a real sense of teamwork. You get humbled, uh, I'm sorry, humbled day in and day out. Make some crazy scenes. Uh, fantastic. What an experience. And then you promote out of that and you go to EMS. So now you're in a different division, total different skill set. Um, but the experience that you've had before helps you, you know, progress. Sure. And so now I don't have a team of 10 guys backing me up. It's me and my partner. And I was lucky to have two fantastic partners. I had Brendan Schultze, um, <clears throat> who's now a medic officer. He really got my, my feet wet and how to work in the field. And then I got, uh, Mike Mayfield, who I went to EMS class with and, uh, man, great guy, great skills, kept me sane. Uh, and we had three crazy years at medic nine, Loved working over there in the animal house. Those guys are just awesome. It's never boring over there. <laughs> That's for sure. Never boring. Uh, and we had a great time. And so by the time I promoted again uh, to lieutenant, I uh, wound up downtown um, trying to learn the high-rise game, 
really trying to learn how to be an engine man again after 13, 14 years off an engine. Um, and so much has changed. Um, there's really a, like an engine company renaissance that's happening in the fire service yeah, absolutely. across the country. Um, so there's so much to learn. Uh, I had some good mentors give me some great resources, uh, like the book of Andy, Andy Frederick's work. Uh, I don't know if you know him yeah, or absolutely. his stuff, but just fantastic stuff written 20 something years ago, but so applicable and uh, really helped me out quite a bit. Um, so now I'm in charge. Now I yeah. got, now I got a crew of my own. And so, so, so would you say that the, the decision-making that you focus on was just you and your partner when you're in EMS, it, you know, life or death decisions. A lot of times is that, did that parlay and help you becoming a Lieutenant into making Absolutely. that decision-making process being easier? Absolutely. Um, since I really took the long way in becoming an officer, you know, some people can shoot up the ranks. I was never, that was never my intention. Yeah. I'm already two badges higher than I thought I would ever be. Um, but yeah, all that experience coming up to that point and then you and your partner in EMS, that's it. There's yeah, no, absolutely. you have an EMS officer and there are EMS officers are fantastic. They support you so much, but they're not there with you 99% yep. of the time. It's you and your partner, yep. you know, in a dimly lit room at four o'clock in the morning making life or death decisions, you yeah, know? And, um, so, so with all of that, I'm going to kind of put you on the, Oh yeah. On get me on track. For a second. Yeah. So <laughs> if, you know, obviously we're talking to you today as an officer, we're going to talk to all kinds of people throughout if, if they don't cancel us. I mean, we know who my host is here. You can't, the you FCC can't. Might See, that's why, us. that's why I love this podcast because unlike my radio career, you can't uh, cancel the show. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it and sending them out yeah. and no one can stop me. I have all the passwords for the website that hosts the podcast. And so no one can stop it, man. So that being said, not us not getting canceled, hopefully that experience and all of that. And, and like I said, we're going to talk to various ranks of people and we're, we've got a probie coming up. If, if you, with all of that, if you had to tell her what is one thing to focus on in their training here, he or she in the, these probies training, what would you say is the one thing they should focus on? If you, and you can only say one, I know that it's a gamut of things they need to focus on, but if you could say, this is the one key thing, what would you say it is to focus on as a probationary firefighter? Learn how to fight fire. Okay, that's extremely broad. Come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I'm passionate about that. Yeah. I know that our department has a huge, huge spectrum of what we can do. Sure. Um, and I think probies are asked a lot to learn about driving, pumping, EMS, uh, community relations. I mean, we spread yeah. them thin right off the sure. bat. But Focus on being a backseat rider. Yes, I got because you. once you come out of that backseat, you're never going back. Yeah. And so you need that foundation. So take the time, work with your officers and your crews, learn how to pull hose, yeah. you know, learn what the nozzle reaction should feel like in your hand, New, learn how to move that hose, learn how to communicate with your team. Sure. Um, communication is really the key to everything we do. 100%. So I would say start there. And that's what I tell probies when they send them to us is start here, enjoy where you're at be here, get good at this, and then everything else will come. I might, I might be ruining one of your questions, but it just made me think of when you were brand new in the fire department, mm -hmm. if you could go back there and tell your new self a bit of advice that you know now that you would want to share with all the other 
new firefighters, what would that be? Oh, that would be it. Um, my probationary time, uh, was very short. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, ours was the last class to graduate before nine 11. We came out of the Academy just a couple weeks later, nine 11 happened. Um, about 10 days after that, I was recalled to my military unit and uh, I was gone. That was my, yeah. that was my first year. I spent most of my first year deployed. And so when I came back to the fire department, it was like starting all over again. And, uh, so yeah, I wish I was very grateful at the time Captain Joe and uh, and the crews over at AIDS took with me in my short probationary period. Um, really gave me some base skills to go from. But then, you, but would, you had that that key time with a legend. I mean, let's just call it like it is: the San Antonio Fire Department legend with Captain Joe, the oh, old man. crew at AIDS. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, they were they were great. They were tough. Uh, I probably dodged a bullet. I was probably going to be a terrible probie. <laughs> I had no idea. I had, I don't have any fire department family, so um, I think I screwed up just about everything a probie can screw up. Hey, and that's what probation because I was for, approaching right? it with like a civilian mindset, and yeah, those guys uh, they'll make it known that you did God, not do it right. God that's bless sure. them. Yeah. So so let's go on on a little bit and focus a little on your training specifically at fours. Anybody that knows you, friends with you, or even follows you on social media knows you have a passion for the generic call it district familiarization, knowing sure. you're, knowing you're still. Um, so when you sit down at fours with your crew and you say, Hey guys, you know, this is what we're going to go do today. How important is familiarizing yourself with your district? Cause I mean, let's be honest, fours is changing drastically. You've got yes. old places where the standpipes are blowing off the walls as soon as you put one pound of pressure in it. And then you've got brand new heavy timber new to the San Antonio area construction. So where is that district familiarization rank as far as importance of what you're going to do. You, you say, Hey, we're going to do some hose practice today, or we're going to go check out our still. It's, it's everything. It's where our, it's where our day starts. Sure. Um, because my, the crew that I have now, I mean, we've been together for about a year now, but we're still, uh, we're still getting up to speed. And sure. so downtown is probably the toughest district to learn. We have buildings that were built right after the civil war and we have high rises that are going up now as we speak and the technology would be totally different. Um, and I tell my guys, and you know, it was passed on to me when we make a big incident downtown, we don't fight as many fires as like nines or tens, those guys, you know, going all the time. But the ones that we have are big jobs and they're complicated, um, and they're command heavy. And so we'll have companies coming in that don't normally make that. I tell my guys, they're going to be looking at you. They're going to see the four on your helmet and they're going to think this guy knows what to do. What's, are, what's the yeah. next assignment? What is this building? Where's this? Where's that? I said, it's a lot of pressure on you guys. Um, but that's, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's how we approach it. And so, so, so being downtown, obviously it's, it's key. Like you said, you know, I spent a lot of time at ones. It was the same way yeah. or, or constantly seeing yeah. new things or old things. And it's just something, you're always finding something new downtown. Do you feel like district familiarization though it's key we agree on no matter where you are in the city but if you were say a a lieutenant at a, a an outlying suburban style station where your vast majority is single family residences i mean there's not a still in san sure. antonio that doesn't have some commercial but that sure. is is vast would you say it's as important at an outlying company where it's almost all single family residential as it Absolutely. is as it is compared to like say fours or 38s where you've got a lot of industrial or commercial. Get good at the fires that you fight. I, there you go. Um, 
know your streets. You know, I mean, it's it's so hard. Like you go out to 40s area and you have a subdivision with 35 streets in there, all named Oak something, yeah, you know, right. uh, those poor guys. And then they put in, you know, in a part two of that subdivision or a part three or, um, but know, know your roads, know your main arteries, work yeah. off of there. Um, you know what kind of structures are in your area. For us, we have big target hazards that stick out like a sore thumb, and so we can go and deal with those. Whereas if you just have neighborhoods after neighborhoods of one-story frames, yep. two-story, you know, lightweight construction, just get good at the fires that you fight on a regular basis. And I think most companies just inherently do that. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, so that's that's my list of questions. Um, we're going to do something a little bit, a little bit fun Uh-oh. now. Little section we're gonna call uh, dance off. Yeah, yeah, a little dance off from Woody's uh, Woody's pre-programmed music there. Yeah, but it's uh, it's called this or that. Yeah, I stole this from Sammy Hagar's uh, Rock and Roll Road Trip. I don't know if you ever watched that show. Love it. I love Sammy Hagar. Okay, so you've seen the this or that. He he gets with the famous celebrities, and he you have to pick one or the other. So you know okay. the rules. Yeah, you can't defer. All right, you can't sit in the middle. You got to answer. It's okay. this or that. <laughs> That's it. And that's it. No, here we go. no All explaining right. yourself. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, number one, motor work or truck work? Motor. Seriously? Okay. As a sea shifter. See that? Wait, I'm sorry. sorry See, that I means nothing to yeah. me. See, I'm yeah. a civilian, so I'm like, I don't know yeah. if that is, was that offensive no, to only, you, Joe? No. Nah, I mean, it appeared that that was very offensive to you when he's- No, I, it's surprising. It's surprising. How come you okay. didn't ask me- You can elaborate on that or- Because <laughs> nobody wants to answer that one. <laughs> no, I, you know, he's a, he, like you said, he was a truckie for a long time and I thought long maybe we, were, we shared that bond, but long apparently time. now mm. he's like turned to the dark side. So that's cool. Whatever. All right. All right. As a C shifter, right? right? A shift or B shift? Oh. A shift. Are you serious, yeah. Rich? Okay, you're gonna have to. Ex- now you have to explain why, though. Oh no, that you gets know, me thought, in trouble. I thought we were friends, but you're hammering truckies, you're hammering B shifters. <laughs> I didn't hammer them; I just didn't pick them. Wow! But, so you're, you're still in right. trouble for not picking them. Yeah, so that's fine. All right, all right. You and got one more? Yeah. Last this, one. This one is key. Last this one, one is key. You live in Texas. Yeah. But you're notoriously a Boston area guy. Yeah. Chowda or chili. Oh, chowder all day. Oh, all right. All right. That's all right. That's, that's, that's the Rich only Anderson. one. That's Rich the only Anderson one of those doing. three that I understood makes sense to me. Yeah. I, I know both of those. I know both of those soups. Yeah, so I'm good go. with but that. But it's got to be the white chowder, you know, with yeah, oyster sure. crackers, not right. the red stuff. That, that red stuff oh, is man. horrible. That's horrible. Did you notice horrible. that? No accent the entire interview until he talks about chowder, uh, and then it gets thick. Why you got to take me back to the car park? Yeah. Okay. All right, Lieutenant Rich Anderson. We appreciate it. Guest number one. Guest number one in the books, everybody. Awesome. We, Thank you. We Thank are you now me. on the road to certain maybe two episodes removal we'll of our positions here <laughs> in the PIO office or infamy. I don't know. It, we're hopefully somewhere in the middle. How about just somewhere in the middle? Yeah, yeah I'm right. in the middle. Coming up next, we're going to have a brand new, um, I say, well, brand new Proby makes no sense, but she really is new, new. I think she- a couple months, right? Like September is yeah. when she first hit the field. And we're going to talk about um, life as a Proby during COVID. That I mean, sounds terrible to it's, me. It does, yeah. right? But it, it happened. It's happening <laughs> it's now. Happening Rich, it's happening now. <laughs> Tough kids we get. Thank yeah. you. Thank awesome. you, sir, for appreciate coming it, in. Thank we you, appreciate man. you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We are back. San Antonio Fire Department heats. And this is a segment that hopefully we're going to do every episode. And this is called the hot seat. We thought for the first episode, why not bring in someone brand, brand, baby spanking new to the department. Baby spanking. 
Okay. Okay. Well, you can't. I guess. You, uh, yeah. You can't spank babies I it was anymore. Just so brand spanking you, but brand baby spanking. Like you. baby, That's, like you're a baby, oh, yeah. and never mind. Remember It's politically thought? incorrect, right? What I just said. Uh, hey, yeah, we'll you didn't spank your kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yeah. shut up then. What is this <laughs> over here like? Not baby spanking. Babies. I would never spank my baby. Not I can't believe babies. Woody just said that. Say hello, everybody, to Leisha Myers. All right. Who I cannot believe a even returned our email because I I got a list of about four probationary firefighters. New, new. You came in in September. Yes, sir. Okay, so don't call me sir. Sorry, We've been going sir. over that. So formal. So formal. <laughs> In the field, not in here. <laughs> so just hey, you is good. All right. All right. I'll so, um, so I got a list. What we did is we actually, you know, in our daily jobs, we went out when we make fires or just visiting fire stations, and we were asking people, you know, who should we have on this episode because we really do want the field to feel like this is their podcast. So your name was on a short list. You're the only one that got back to me. So that's bravery right there. The fact that a firefighter checked her email and replied to it, though, is a huge step in the right direction because we all know that doesn't happen. But I'm thinking because they're new, they probably checked their email at first and then yeah. over the years. More than could, once a month. Right. Yeah. And they Ten probably now, they saw will. us, you know, media operations. They're like, oh, no, I Absolutely am not, not answering that email. So All I saw was the email come through. I'm going to try this again. And then urgent. Like it was like oh, urgency was urgent. high. Wow. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well I guess maybe this is important. I don't know what we to have to. You got to try to scare them <laughs> a little bit. So, so did I'm you like, volunteer? hey, I have a title. I have a title down here. This is urgent. You will answer me. Answer me, Proby. Yeah. Answer me. Welcome yeah. to my world. This All right. So she about. she is now on the hot seat. Oh, sound effects and everything. Yes. I like it. On the hot seat. So you better have some good questions. If your questions aren't good to match my sound effect, this whole thing will suck. Well, set the bar high. I will say so, that ish. I'll do that again. All right, Joe. Let her have it. Explosive hot seat. So first and foremost, welcome to this giant well, this that's, okay, you. dysfunctional you do family. That first. You do the intro you talk, first. You didn't tell him that it was gonna happen. So yeah, and you, you were you, you were talking. All right, hold non-stop. on. Here, hold on. Blah blah. Go ahead. Welcome her Welcome to the department. to the dysfunctional family that is the SAFD. Uh-huh. Let's take two. Blah, blah, Go ahead. blah. Anyhow. Are you done? I'm thank done. You, Was you. that? That's it? That's it. Okay, this now. Hold on. Now she's on the hot on seat. On the hot seat. Now you're on the hot seat. So we talked a little bit beforehand. You've yes. got some background briefly in the fire service. Very briefly. Prior to when you came to the best fire department in the nation. I went from being a probie Welcome. to being a cadet to being a probie. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so... How has the job been different compared to what you expected? Oh. I mean, obviously COVID, but... Yeah, COVID has really changed the game a little bit, yeah. um, especially with Station Life. So that's what the show's about, Station Life. Yeah, like, absolutely. We don't get to have the whole family dinner sitting at the table, like I, which is what I was really looking forward to, <laughs> is the camaraderie of it absolutely. all. Um, we still get to train and stuff like that, which is nice, especially if we're outside. We just put our masks on and do that. Yep. Uh, but... Station life is different. There are some stations you go to and everybody's just a ghost town. They all, they don't want to wear their masks inside and you have to. Yeah. And so they just go to their rooms or, and especially because a lot of the newer stations all have separate bunks yeah, that absolutely. everybody can just go be reclusive. That definitely makes it rough. And I can, yeah. I can't imagine, you know, obviously now I, I sit behind a desk and talk about what firefighters do. So, but station life was the best part. That's mm-hmm. what I miss. And, and now that it doesn't exist as we knew it, 
uh, I think we all agree. We look forward to getting back to that as soon as yeah, we can. So. It's, it's hard to walk in and like all this, the recliners are completely separated. Some yeah. of them aren't even in the, the family room. Like there's big X's on the tables everywhere you go. So you can't yeah. really just sit and enjoy. It's hard to get to know people. It's really I mean, hard to get to know people. You're going to um, stations for the first time ever. So. I've been pretty lucky with all the stations that I've been placed at so far that everybody has been just super awesome. We'll all stand six feet apart and sit, stand in the kitchen and just chat, or we'll sit and have coffee just all around the room and just yell across the house. Maybe you just need some fancy microphones (laughs) like these, you know, headphones. Like, so I've gotten to know a lot of the people that I've worked with so far and it's been awesome. I have no complaints about any of the stations I've been to thus far. I have ones that I prefer over others, but for the most part, I've been really lucky with everywhere. Okay. That was a really softball question. I thought this was the hot seat. It's the first one. We're going to take that button away from you. We are not. So, okay, craziest thing that's happened to you on a run so far. Uh-oh. Oh. Woody and his mm. buttons. So. This oh. podcast does not count. No, so, we okay. don't yeah. do um. Yeah, um. You know how that's long hard. editing. You know what um, it is. What's a cra- so, Name anything crazy. Craziest thing you've seen so, so far. Crazy thing I've seen. So, so far, the craziest thing I've seen. I mean, we had a really nice arson fire, which was very obvious. Uh, hang on, hang on. Said. What are you being a civilian? We've got to, we've got to uh, clarify. A really nice, nice arson fire means it was, it was a working fire. Yes. Right. Very big, yes. very dangerous. I'm worried about the and general was, public hearing that. They're like, <laughs> what do you all mean by a nice okay. arson okay, fire? It was very intentionally set. And that was very, sure. they, they didn't even try to hide it. And that was so nice for you? Th- yes. Cause I got to be first that was in nice. on the nozzle. Got nice. to kick the door down on the inside. Uh, it was awesome. Living the firefighter fun. life. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So, but they, they tied all all the handles together on every door in the building. Oh, that is a really nice RC Yeah, fire. and then yeah. they piled all of this stuff in the hallway to barricade the door so we couldn't get to the doors. Oh. And then there was just lighter fluid Made the investigator's everywhere. job very easy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so awesome. that was a good one. Very cool. So you're very early in your career. Yes, sir. This is your hot seat question. I was supposed to have three, but uh, here's here's your big <laughs> one. What are these sound effects again? So you're early on in San Antonio fire, mm-hmm. two months, right? Mm-hmm. Two and a half months. Yes. What's something you feel that you would change if you were in charge for a day that could improve this department? Just for one day? Just one day. Oh man. It's gotta be quick. You got it. Like you're in charge. Yeah. Right you, now you're, you're in charge. You're real hot seat. For There's a been mm-hmm. an incident and you are in charge now. Yeah. Just as a department as a whole, what do you, what do you feel like we could change to improve our department? Mm, I think I would probably... I have, can I give two answers to this? Sure. Okay. Sure. So the the for in the field for everybody, I would probably do a little more mandated trainings. Okay. Like as a like as different companies pulling like together, battalion wide training, like battalion yeah, yeah, wide yeah. training, pulling together and making sure that everybody is trained because we all work together so Absolutely. closely all the time. There's never just one engine on a fire. Yeah. There's multiple units coming in, and so I think that would be really nice to see us all working together as you. It's harder sure. right now because of COVID, sure. but it'd be nice to everybody in the battalion to pull together. Okay. As a probie, I would work on our probie books a little bit What do you mean? More. Updating them, making them yeah. more? Yeah, so okay. a lot of our things throughout the probie books are like, what is absorb all on the engine? Things oh, like yeah. that. Like we don't have catch a plug on our training. We don't have gotcha. like timed, like scenario based things in our training, which I feel are, are important things okay. for the- so to updating know, of the training. So a little updating of the training. Like okay. I know we just went digital and they probably did some updating then, but I think there could be some more integrated training sessions in the probie book rather than just And marry those engine. two things together. Yes. You got probies district wide. So do a do a battalion wide from yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Where do you see yourself in twenty years? Mm. I wanna promote. I sure. wanna promote 
um, I want to get into EMS probably as quickly as I can because I want to get that uh, knocked out of the way. That's the first time I've ever heard that, but yeah. awesome. I yeah. want to get it knocked out of the way while oh, okay. the younger get I am. Get it out of the way. Get it out while your knees still work and your back's yeah. all. Yeah, so okay. I want to get EMS out of the way and then promote up from there. Um, I don't know where my stopping point will be. Yeah. But so I'm just going to take that year by year there you where go. I can go. So There you go. And your go-to kitchen recipe at the station? Oh, I, have, I try a new one every single time I cook. Wow. Yeah. That's Everyone's, living on the edge yeah, as a pro. Everybody says so, but so far I have had no complaints. There you so. go. Well, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Good luck on everything. See, that was Make easy. Changes. You got to yeah. tell everybody how easy and fun this is. It's so easy. So fun. And no windows. It's amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Like you just could spend the whole day with us, right? I mean, yeah, I could. You're I mean, pretty we're much. Testing we're going to be testing hydrants today, so I'm cool with Ooh. coming in. <laughs> At least it's not in summertime. <laughs> That's very true. Leisha, thank you so much. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. 2020 is almost over. Yes. So have a great holidays and you and your family and uh, take care and thank you. You too. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. This has been the latest production of San Antonio Fire Department Heat. For comments or show suggestions, you can email us at firepio at sanantonio.gov. I'm Jamie Martin. Thanks for listening.